Christmas is an exciting time of the year for many. It is the time of year when we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and cherish this special time of year with our families. Christmas celebrations can include holiday parties, dinners, and gift giving. Gift giving and celebrations can lead to a lot of money being spent. It is important to control this spending to ensure that you enter the new year in a good financial position. Good day, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of C-File Talks. I am Senior Financial Literacy Coach Richard Pinder, along with Senior Financial Literacy Coach Shanice Taylor. Join us today as we discuss the significant topic of holiday spending do's and don'ts. Joining us today is Investment Manager at CFAL, Mrs. Tiffany Cartwright. Welcome. Good day. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So today we just want to talk about, we know that the holiday season is just around the corner. And we know that a lot of persons are making plans and making preparations for the various things that we talked about, parties, dinners, but also gift giving and celebrations. And so what we know is that all of these things cost money. And so what we want to talk about today is some of the do's and don'ts of holiday spending. And we know that, of course, going into the new year, um, if you're not careful, you can enter the new year in a lot of debt. And also, we also make the joke in our Bahamian culture that January is the longest month of the year. (laughs) It literally is. Very long. (laughs) It really is because I think that most persons, they get the December pay. You know, early, early in the month. Yes, yes. And so the time to, whether it's the 15th of January or whether it's the end of January, it, it feels long. It feels long, <laughs> absolutely. And so one of the ways you could combat that maybe is kind of by disciplining yourself in December, mm-hmm. especially like like Ms. Taylor indicated, when you get that pay early, yeah. um, you make a plan and you stick to it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the do's. Let's talk about some of the good things that you can do that can help you to kind of stay on a path and make sure that you that January doesn't feel like it's, you know, that it's going to take forever. Yes. So one thing that I wanted to say was make a list. Whatever your plans are for December, make a list of it. Make a list of it and make a, and put a number next to that list. Don't just make a list, but put a number next to it. So let's say, for example, you have your family celebrations. You're responsible for bringing X, Y, and Z. Right? Or you're responsible for games. You're responsible for... X amount of presents, you ought to have done gift giving. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that going to cost you? How much is that going to cost you? Make a budget. So it, it comes back to basic principles. Put a number next to that. Go ahead. Now, before we, we decided to do this show, um, we had some, you know, in the office conversations. And for those of you who may be listening and say, you know, this isn't the time for no budget. <laughs> um, we want to be real. We want to be practical. Um, if you do not have a budget and you say, okay, this is the time that you have money and you want to spend, we're just here to encourage you to control the spending. Yes. Because sometimes we get we get happy. We always talk, talk about when you get a large influx of money or when you know this money is accessible and available to you, you get excited and you tend to just go out and just ball out. Mm-hmm. And like like we said, in the beginning of the year, it's a time that we realize that, okay, I spent money, I'm in a deficit, or the goals that you wanted to achieve, you didn't achieve it. So even at this last point in the year, Let's continue to think about those goals that we had in the beginning of the year. You can still achieve those goals in January. So let's control our spending. Yeah. And some people may not have a budget as it is right now. So, yeah, we might be 
um, talking about budgeting, but mm-hmm. you didn't have a budget to begin <laughs> with. So um, you're going into Christmas without a budget. Yes. Um, so just the most simplistic thing to do would be say, this is how much I want to spend. Yes. Yes. And you should not be spending, you should not be cutting into your bills. You should not be putting your bills, um, deferring your bills in <laughs> yes. order to spend money for Christmas. Yeah. Good so point. Good point. don't not pay your light bill mm-hmm. so that you can buy Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. Don't um, not pay your water bill so that you can go to the latest Christmas party. <laughs> um if you have a lot of godchildren or um, a lot of nieces and nephews, um, and you really don't have much wiggle room in terms of um, your budget, mm-hmm. then you might not have to buy for everybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe just wow. take your kids out mm-hmm. or um, take your godkids out mm-hmm. rather than going and spending all this money on gifts. So it's important to figure out how much you want to spend yeah. um, and how much you are able to spend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I can say this too. Um, I'll say this as a parent. Um, and it, this comes from many different places, but one of the main things kids want is just time. Mm-hmm. And wow. those gifts that they buy, those gifts that you buy for them, mm. by January, they don't know where they are. They are not one piece. Mm-hmm. Not, so, even, not even that. I think those gifts, like dolls, they, they're not like the, the gifts that we got when we were younger. At least they lasted yeah, mid-year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but, I mean, maybe yeah. like, just like Ms. Goddard said, maybe you could just spend some time with them. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, that would be something, a fun exercise, some fun game or something you could do, something that they would kind of remember. Um, so that could be another alternative as well. But yeah. le- let's go back to the bills. I liked how Ms. Cartwright mentioned, you know, the BPL bill. Now, l- let's be real in our society. Mm-hmm. Um, utilities have increased. <laughs> yeah. yes, so have. <laughs> you may not pay off the whole bill. But, you know, if you did your monthly of 300 or 500, whatever's your average, we're trying to say, you know, Continue that. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't just say I'm gonna do half of the five hundred, and then you know January it's a, it's like triple what is what is norm you know your balance on your bill. So that's very important. I think that goes into don't go into debt. You know, bill payments is a form of debt also. Mm-hmm. But we find people that anytime it's holidays, not even just Christmas, even with just family vacations, we find people they go and they borrow. For certain things. Yeah. And I think, um, and we're talking about family get-togethers and buying gifts for family. I think another do that can help you, and it's something that uh, my family and I have been doing for a while now, it's Secret Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know, yeah, when we were younger, you used to buy gifts for, you, you kind of had a list and you used to buy for so many people. But yeah. now, of course, everybody's kind of under that same umbrella where we're yeah. trying to manage resources. Mm-hmm. And so Secret Santa, pretty much the premise behind it is, you come together, you decide, okay, who all is going to be at the family gathering mm-hmm. and you exchange names, for lack of a better word, or you just, everybody picks one particular person. Yeah. And so that way everybody gets gets a gift without anybody feeling left out. And, and Bahamian families are very big. And so if you're trying to buy Absolutely. gifts for everybody, that will become very expensive. Very so quickly. Secret Santa is a good way to go. You only have to buy one gift. Right. Um, you can think hard about that gift. You don't have to just be buying a bunch of random small uh, gifts that right. make no sense. Mm-hmm. I'm um, looking last minute you, for them as well. Sometimes people do um, several small gifts for their Secret Santa and then one big gift. Um, so... Secret Santa is really a good way to go and a good way to save money. Yes. I think with the Secret Santa, make sure there's a budget on this. See, everything comes back to budgeting. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think you find most times. And even if we say budget, right, Uh even if we say budget and it kind of scares you, let's call it a limit. Yeah. Let's have it a limit. Uh, mm -hmm. Um, 
a max a or maximum. minimum? Yeah, maximum, minimum. I, yeah. I just think it needs to be one set amount <laughs> because yeah. you, you have some persons that, some persons, they, they go all out on gifts. Like how we're talking about Christmas and I just think Christmas is an exciting time. I, I, I think every, well, most people, you know, they love the Christmas season. Like we said, to cherish and to get together. And I think persons who just... Like you have shopaholics, professional shopaholics, mm-hmm. they love to shop, so they would spend, you know, a, a good amount on a gift, and if in turn, you know, that could lead to something else. I think it's good to set the limit, the amount or estimation of how much this gift is going to cost. Yeah. You know, and I like what Richard said about the experiences. Um, so both of us have children under two years. Yes, <laughs> you don't need to go and buy. A million gifts no. for a two-year-old. No. They're not going to remember they won't. it. They won't <laughs> they remember it. So <laughs> they will not. You can just buy one, two, three things for them to open, just yes. to give yeah, them the experience. Give experience. Absolutely. Yes. And then you know that their grandparents are probably going to spoil them anyway. Of course, so of course. you don't need they to have go all and kind of family go members. And absolutely. Out and buy a bunch of gifts. So yeah. and their godparents will get them something. So you don't need to break the bank. Yes. Um, for Agreed. your children, they do uh, appreciate the experience aspect of it. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And I think that one one thing that we'll understand, especially when it comes to this time of year, I mean, I think Ms. Taylor talked about it earlier, where we get excited. Mm-hmm. And that's to be expected. It's a happy time of year. Mm-hmm. Every, you you kind of want to kind of forget some of the the things that maybe have happened throughout the year. And you want yeah. to take this moment to kind of either bring your family together, just mm-hmm. keep everybody happy. And that's well and good, right? But Another thing that will keep your family happy is when January rolls around, that you're still able to do the things that you need to do. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'll share a personal experience. Um, when I was younger, when I first started working, mm-hmm. I came from a family, and I, I your family actually, you know, influences your behavior around Christmas. Yes. You have a lot of families that don't do gifts. Correct. And nothing mm-hmm. is wrong with that. They're probably more like, you know, if something is going on, everybody gets together and help, you know, if it's a situation medical. But you have, I think, 50% of Bahamian families, they, they don't do the big gift gift thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt pressure when I was younger to do so. So just started working. You should see me in the mall catching bus to go to the mall <laughs> to go and buy gifts. <laughs> wow. And guess what? I didn't feel anything about it, but guess what I realized? I realized that you're one person and you're trying to buy gifts for five people and five people might get together and just buy you one gift. Mm -hmm. So it just shows you that, you know what, the gift giving doesn't have to feel pressured at this time. You could choose to buy gifts throughout the year instead of, you know, waiting until December. Because December, December, a lot of things are going on. A lot. It's a lot of pressure. And another thing we also want to encourage people to do is shop early. Yes. You have a lot of sales, well, so-called sales so-called that happen sales. during this time. We <laughs> yeah. we have the Black Friday sales, we have the end of the year sales, and you know people just Christmas sales in general just feel pressure. Mm-hmm. So in terms of that, what would we say to people who feel as though you know they they wanted this seventy-two inch TV and Black Friday deal is coming out? What what do we say to that person? It's a need, mm-hmm. but what could we what tips could we give them in terms of shopping for that? I say um, don't feel pressured. So yes, it is a time of year when people feel pressured, but Mm -hmm. you have to look at your own individual budget. Your budget might not be the same as your brother's budget or your friend's budget. They might have a different income from you. They have different expenses. Mm -hmm. So you just have to um, go into Christmas knowing how much you can afford Mm -hmm. and um, go from there. 
Um, in terms of decorations, you don't need to feel pressured to have, oh, the nicest decorations on your lawn or the nicest <laughs> Christmas tree. Some people don't put up a Christmas tree. Some people oh might God. just scatter little Christmas decorations around their house. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just have to basically look at what your budget is um, and go from there. And I think I think the point that, that Muscato is making is make your own traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times we follow traditions to our detriment mm-hmm. um, financially. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we want to keep a certain thing going. Um, and meanwhile, it's it's causing you financial pain one way or the other. And so I think that sometimes you just have to create new traditions. So mm-hmm. last year we were able to do X, Y, and Z. Um, we even, and I hate to bring it up, but even coming out of COVID once again, once you might have to make a change as to how you, mm-hmm. how you celebrate Christmas. I mean, yeah. it just, your financial situations just changed from five years ago, mm-hmm. two years ago. So you might just have to make new traditions and say, okay, well, this is what we can do. Yep. It doesn't mean that you don't have to have fun or make it enjoyable, especially if you're talking about your family and your kids. Mm-hmm. But you may have to change the way you are celebrated. And, yeah. and that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with the way you're celebrating it. Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. celebrating it in your own way and you're making it fun and you're making it enjoyable. So I think when we all talk about the pressure that people feel, I think one of the things is that make your own traditions. If you have to make new ones, make new ones. Yeah. Um, because also too... We talked about the different categories of spending in Christmas. I know we talked about the present giving. Um, we talked about definitely the decorations, but also to in home improvement. Mm-hmm. You know, Christmas is a time as a little girl. I remember my grandmother, she would buy a new bucket of paint to paint the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. She would make sure, trim all the trees and... Sometimes you wonder, where did this come from? I mean, I'm not saying not to do home improvement because we know every, you know, every 10, 15 years, you have to do something to your home. Sure. But why do we feel as though Christmas is it, is it that we're, we're entertaining and people are coming over and we want to have this? I mean, it's fine, but... Do we, like we just said, not to go into debt, not to feel pressured that when January comes, there's some other goals out there that you want to actually do. Right. But I mean, if, if you're doing home improvements because, okay, I've saved up, you know, this is a time that I want to repaint. This is a time that I want to get a new, I mean, a new sofa, then go ahead. But don't, don't feel pressure. And like you said, make your own tradition. Correct. You know? Yeah, paint is very expensive now. So <laughs> to have to paint your house every year, I think that would be... A lot of money. So, I mean, if you can't afford it, mm-hmm. go ahead and do it. But. Or maybe get together and paint. I have seen couples paint. Now, I have not done it personally, <laughs> yeah. but I've seen people paint their yes. own homes. Yeah, if you yes. paint your own house, you'll save a lot of money. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I want to I want to go back to um, one point that Ms. Taylor making. There are a lot of deals mm-hmm. in this time of year. So shop around is one of the do's of holiday, sh- of holiday shopping and spending that we'll give you as well. Because... Um, of course, and this is why doing it in advance and making a plan is important because mm-hmm. if you are able to shop around and not just panic buy or wait until the last minute buy, meaning that you just take whatever deal you see. Mm-hmm. If you're able to kind of look around and see, okay, where can I get the best bang for my buck? Where can I get the most value for my money? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's very important as well during this holiday season because as we all know, you're working with limited resources. So you want to make sure that your money is being stretched as, as best as, you, as it can be. So I would say definitely making a plan would help you to kind of look around and figure out where can I get the best deals from because, hey, I'm only, I only have X amount to buy these gifts that I need to buy or these uh, set up to, for whatever it is that I need to buy for my house or my family. And so shopping around, looking I think, for deals. I think that goes hand in hand with shopping early. 
Mm-hmm. And for the most part, we may have persons who are listening and, you know, we always talking about budgeting, we always talking about saving. And we all, we all know from the first show we had, we talked about person savings account, like how much is actually at the bank. And mm-hmm. we know that, hey, there might be, you know, a little struggle with, you know, how much disposable income you have, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to actually spend. And you might say, well, you know, Christmas is time that I get that bonus, Or Christmas is the time that I could actually get a little leeway from the car insurance note off. Well, sorry for persons who bought in December. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's a time when you actually have some some free cash flow. And you might actually say, um, how can I shop early? Like, you say shop around. And to be honest, I do not work at a retail store. But I do believe that some of the prices that we see now... They're they're actually the prices. I'm not sure if they're the actual sale price. (laughs) So I do believe going earlier within the year and maybe right in January, you know, maybe coming right over that little lull between January and February is a good time to shop. In fact, that's when they say to buy Christmas decorations Mm -hmm. after the year has ended. Yeah, Christmas decorations are typically the cheapest in January, so Mm -hmm. they're usually on sale. Um, But like Richard and Shanice said, um, start as early as possible. Um, it'll allow you to go to different stores. Mm-hmm. If you need to go online to compare to do a comparison, if you are shopping online, make sure you think about duty and shipping because yes. those costs really add up. Yes, Very it might quickly. look it might look cheaper online, but by the time it gets there and you pay all of that shipping and duty per unit. <laughs> It may end up being expensive. So make sure you do your calculations to see how much it would be to bring it in. Mm-hmm. Um, shop around. Um, Christmas decorations. I think Kelly's just had a sale. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of places had a sale. Um, quality had a sale, I yeah. think. So try to catch those deals. Because yeah. Christmas decorations can be very expensive. Yeah. I went to the store to try and refresh my tree. Because I, <laughs> I typically keep my decorations for at least like five years. And then mm-hmm. I would try to refresh it. So... I was buying new decorations. Some of those balls were ten dollars each, and I was like, "I who's buying these?" <laughs> so if you if you do want to buy, say the ten dollar ball, I guess it would be good to buy it when it's on sale rather mm-hmm. than paying the full price. So make yeah. sure you shop early and don't wait until the last minute. And I think. When you get really close to Christmas, say the mm-hmm. last week of Christmas or the day before Christmas, you're just going to end up panicking. Mm-hmm. You're going to buy something just because you mm-hmm. forgot to get something for this yep. person. Mm-hmm. You're going to buy something that's not even meaningful, spend mm-hmm. a lot for it, and regret it in the end. Yeah. Demand and supply. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> we've all watched those shows, you know, those um, classic, I call them classic holiday, holiday movies where you're at the toy store. And someone is tugging ah, for this yes, toy. Yes, yes. And you know what the retailer's gonna do to the highest bidder. Of course. You know, yeah. so mm-hmm. definitely. And um also too, I think we we have to look. I I was talking to Tiffany about it. I said we have to look at the categories because not only maybe in the next segment we'll go into let's talk about buying food for the Christmas. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that's we have a, a lot of people who budget. cook. That's a whole different budget. That's that's a whole. I mean, that's yeah, a that's that's a. Whole I think a potluck budget. is important for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Don't go spending a bunch of money on mm-hmm. catering or things like that. If you do a family potluck, that that definitely helps. Yeah, and not even buying a whole turkey. <laughs> I mean, well, depending on your family. The, yeah, yeah, the cost of those things. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, the cost of those things. They can they can be a, a serious hindrance in terms of. What do you want it? What you're able to do and what you're, what you're not able to do. So uh, I think that what you want to do is you want to get together and you kind of decide 
who's going to do what. Um, and I think that would definitely help everybody in your mm-hmm. family. Um, yeah. Because, you know, now I want to talk about something, uh, Tiffany, you mentioned <laughs> some of the decorations. And this may be a sore spot for some some of our listeners, but <laughs> um, we were talking in, in preparing for this segment, um, we were talking about the idea of a real tree versus a fake Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And of course, I know some persons would feel very specific about, oh, you know, yeah. they want the real tree because of... McCoy. Yeah, they want, you know, the fragrance and the feeling they get and, and so forth. Um, but I think for, for the purposes of the podcast, what I would say is um, you have to pick your spots. Mm-hmm. Um, you may or may not be able to get real... You may Let's say you get the real tree, right? But mm-hmm. you're not able to get other the things. The size. Yeah, the size or maybe even the decorations that you would want for it. So I guess the point that I want to make in that is that when you come up, when it comes to holiday investments in trees and decorations uh, for your home, you may have to make sacrifices in certain places. You may not be able to get everything you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the premise that you have to take away from it is that you may have to say, okay, this year I'm going to buy X, Y, and Z. And mm-hmm. I'm going to make the sacrifice. I'm going to get maybe some alternative decorations that are, you know, more cost effective. Um, and then next year, I'll get the other things and keep the same one, just like how you talked about keeping your decorations for an extended period of time. Yeah. Um, so that would be a good suggestion as well. I think that, I think everything that we do, um, we normally say it, if you plan to fail, you you, you fail the plan or however it is, right? right. You You basically, unknowingly, you do plan. Like we talk about a Christmas dinner in the back of your head as a, of a woman, you already plan what you're going to get. You talk about the Christmas tree, you already plan and say, you know what, I want this Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Now, either you can make the sacrifice off of this budget and say, you know what, I'm not going to spend that much on gifts. I want this particular. It's it's all about what you're willing to do. Mm-hmm. If you have $100, it's only so much that you can do with it. You know, so if a Christmas tree is not within the budget or it's not the amount of money you set aside to spend, then you know you can't get it. Yeah. I mean, trust me, at the end of the day, um, Chris, um, Tiffany talk about going and buying stuff. The fake Christmas tree, that could be seen as an investment, mm-hmm. you know, and what people are now doing, a lot of people are creative. <laughs> Some people making Christmas trees out of, out of different things. I saw the Christmas tree that's on the wall. Mm-hmm. Did you see that with the with the garland and you know so it's it, it's different. I mean, I would like a nice, fresh, real <laughs> eight foot Christmas tree, but I I can't even fit an eight foot Christmas tree. You have to be realistic. You know, so yeah. we we have to be realistic here. Yeah. You no. know, I'm all for the fake Christmas tree. Shanice knows that. <laughs> so I I typically keep my Christmas tree for like five years, like I said. So I just got rid of my last Christmas tree. So I like to do the white Christmas tree. And it started to turn a bit yellow. So <laughs> I knew I had to get rid of it. So mm-hmm. I bought a new one this year. And I love the smell of uh, a new Christmas tree, a, a brand new Christmas mm-hmm. tree, a real Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And maybe later on down the line, I have a, a small child. Maybe later on down the line, that might change. I might want her to experience the mm-hmm. smell of the Christmas tree. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I think the, the fake Christmas tree costs... If you get a seven foot one, it could be around like 150 to 200 Same. and you can use that for several years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to ask someone how much a real Christmas tree costs because <laughs> I haven't bought a real Christmas tree in, in so while. long. Mm-hmm. And she told me 100 to $200. So mm-hmm. that's for one year it dies and then you have to replace it next year. But 
to each his own. To each his some own, people yes. like mm-hmm. the new, the real mm-hmm. Christmas tree. Some people mm-hmm. like the fake Christmas tree. So yeah. it's up to you what your budget yeah. can afford. Yeah. And even with the Christmas tree now, um, I see people keep their Christmas trees up for the whole year. Yes. So yes. think about that, taking it down and putting it up. <laughs> yeah. So that's also something too that we could also look into. Yeah, and and the last thing on these holiday do's that I would I would I would say is um, to put a plug in here for CFAL because what you could do is you can invest mm-hmm. in their future. Yes. So some of the gift alternatives that you could make is starting a savings plan for them, starting a college fund for them. Mm-hmm. These are things that you can do. Buy stocks for them, something that would increase in value. We talk about value for money. Yes. So that's something that could add value. So mm-hmm. there are holiday gift alternatives that you could buy that don't cost as much. Yes, and it's like we said, it's an investment and it's something that would continue giving. Yes. So I think in the second segment, we can go more, dwell more into this and also talk about some other things. Like we talk about, you know, Turkey buying, home improvement, and also holiday travel. Yes. Ways that we could actually, um, you know, improve or make it more feasible for our budgets. Yes. Yeah, so um, I agree with what Richard said in terms of um, making investments. So those are gifts that really count. Um, If you buy a college savings plan um, for your child or your godchild or your niece or your nephew, get them started so that they can have um, money towards their college education. Um, If you want to donate, give money towards someone, if they already have an investment account with us, you can maybe put money towards that. Mm -hmm. Um, It may not be a gift that they can open under the tree, Mm -hmm. but it is something that will pay off in the future and they'll appreciate it in the long run. Absolutely. Yes. So, in conclusion, we would like to thank our special guest, Tiffany Cartwright, for joining us thank today you. on our Do's and Don'ts Holiday Edition. Thank you, audience, for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please send us a note at info at cfile.com or visit us at our website, www.cfile.com, and show your support. Thank you to Cfile for sponsoring this episode. Until next time.